be DQ friendly to sports. Vinyl to gutter punk. Mutiny Radio.fm has the best programming the Internet Ocean has to offer you. I bet my peg leg on it, or I ain't scurvy shit face McRat. <laughs> Anti-Trump is the antivirus or antibody to the Trump virus. We're a global alliance of humans standing up against the Trump brand. Antitrump.com started four years ago on March 19, 2016 with two sketches and a dream for a better world. Nobody thought it was going to be this bad. Most of us probably figured it would just be four more years of the same old... He was a 70-year-old babbling Nimrod. How bad could it really be? Treason is the last of his felonious activities. The Trump brand has hijacked our government and sold Lady Liberty to the mob. We are a leaderless and without the most basic health care systems and community services. COVID-19 is a pandemic, but the Trump brand is the virus. Welcome to the antivirus. Go to antitrump.com and spread the word. Individual politics aren't important. What is important is that we stand together as a unified voice and say enough is enough. That's antitrump.com. Welcome to Strictly Bad Vibes, your personal complaint department. Um, whiny people and their stupid complaints that we requested they send us. Why did we do this? Why, why are we <laughs> None of which matters in this equation because it is his choice to carry such horse shit on the fucking train. And he was yelling. He was like, Mobed bitch, Mobed bitch. And, uh, and, uh, I wasn't, I wasn't. I'm just not. I'm not moving it, you know? I've arrived. Why should I move? I don't like what more kids are giving us at our free lunches. 115-340-1976, and it does not spell anything. 115-340-1976. Go for it. Call in, guys. download a podcast 
MutinyRadio.fm. Hit the donate button, stream them live, download a podcast, have some fun! You ever want to be funny? Well, my dogs think I'm funny, Daryl. Well, I mean, you ever want to be, like, in front of an audience? Like, other than, like, squirrels, dogs, and dead passers? Well, shoot. From time to time, I've given it a thought of two. You know, if you go to joke workshops, there's more than two peoples paying attention to your jokes, and they ain't even gonna be jerks about it. Daryl, are you serious? I can get people to listen to my jokes? And they'll even say nice things to you before they tell you how to get improvements. No way. What is this dang nabbit thing called? It's Joke Workshop. Joke Workshop? Yep, every Monday, 6 to 8 p.m. on the Mutant Radio. So you're saying I could tell my jokes every Monday from 6 to 8? That's what I'm saying. It's the Joke Workshop Mondays, 6 to 8 p.m. at the Mutant Radio. Yahoo! Good evening there, my friends here at MutinyRadio.fm. Chester Cashcock here. I'm giving you my love and regard as well as movies over there. And uh, I just wanted to let you guys know that any time I go swimming in my vault of rare coins and piles and piles of filthy cash, I can't help but listen to Pamtastic's Comedy Clubhouse every Friday from 8 to 10 p.m. I mean, if anyone who knows anything about comedy knows that Pamtastic books the best of San Francisco and beyond's underground comedy. It's a great showcase, and they have a fun time at Pamtastic's deep in the Mission District, where you can laugh off your tushy for a mere $5 every Friday to 10 p.m. And I laugh because $5, I mean, that's what I use to wipe my tushy with. So to laugh it off for a mere $5 is indubitative. But if you can't make it to Mutiny Radio, well, don't even worry. Don't fret at all. You can simply download the podcast post-show and giggle in the comfort of anywhere, like your Aspen summer home on the mountain ridge with the kayak here in so then all you got to do is just go to podcastics.pcrcollective.org slash comedy clubhouse, or you can listen live every Friday from 8 to 10 p.m. as your host Pam Benjamin brings you the best comedy from San Francisco and beyond the universe. And what's better than the universe? <laughs> it's a cash cock, honey. <laughs> yeah. 
am Carl, not Spiegelman. We're hosts of. <laughs> you uh, with Michael Spiegelman. Follow us on podcast by with our acronym L W A S L M O Y C. We watch a full length movie on YouTube with you, and you listen to the podcast yeah. and watch the movie at the right. same time. Yeah, L W A S L M O Y C. Yeah, L W S L M O L-W-A-F-L-M-O-Y-T. That's every Sunday, 2 p.m. Pacific Standard Time, or for Carl, 5 percent. 5 yeah. percent. Eastern right. Standard I'm so time. lazy. Three hours later, I finally get to the show. 5 p.m. What should the theme song? Oh. Uh, da, 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 da. Uh, let's watch full length. Oh, wait. What should it be? Uh, oh, never mind. Bye. See, uh, see you next time. Have you been missing out on live music and comedy? Remember Killer Dinners? Don't worry about a thing, because Soul Sausage Presents and Dementia has brought you the hottest, freshest, sexiest new beast in the Bay Area. The Oakland Unicorn Speakeasy Comedy and Dinner Club in Koreatown, Northgate. Featuring comedians from NBC, MTV, Comedy Central, Soul Sausage TV, and YouTube. Tickets and packages, showtimes, and information are all at oaklandunicorn.com. Sponsored by Soul Sausage, Reek Kiss Electronics, and Foo Healing Collective. Grand opening weekend, August 6th through 9th, featuring Kabir Singh and Xander Beltran. Tickets on sale now at oaklandunicorn.com. That's oaklandunicorn.com. W-A-F-L-M-O-Y-T. Hi, that just rolls off my tongue. It stands for Let's Watch a Full-Length Movie on YouTube with Mike Spiegelman and Carl. Hi, Carl. Hi, Mike. How are you? I'm good. glad you are here, and, and I'm glad you chose the movie. Oh, my God. Yeah, I did choose the movie. What we'd like to do is we want to watch a movie on YouTube with you. And these are movies that I've read about as a kid, and now that YouTube exists, I can just watch it. I don't have to read about it. Uh, yeah, Carl. So uh, Carl usually uh, – I usually tell Carl the movie. I pick a movie, and then Carl researches it. We have a special show this week. We, uh, Carl picked the movie for me. So we're going to watch a, a particular movie. But before we start, we want to make sure you subscribe to us. Uh, our podcast name is The Acronym, L-W-A-F-L-M-O-Y-T. We also have a great YouTube channel with that acronym and a Twitter account with 85 followers. 
And we also on Facebook as Let's Watch the Full Length Movie on YouTube. That's how you can find our podcast information. We stream first on geradio.fm, which is a streaming internet service. We're listed, by the way, on their Wikipedia page. You see that right there. Someone listed your last name. What? And if you're listening to Geek Radio and you're in the middle of Punk Tastic Comedy Clubhouse, it started uh, with the end of the outdoor show, and now we're inside, and uh, we just put some uh, microphones near Josh Kahn, is what we should do, and we're going to do that. And in the middle of investigation, you break down. Out of all this money spent, see no future, pay no rent, little money stone, nowhere to go. But some corner coming back, Sunday morning coming back, little color.
was a bust. Was that on the air? Was that it on the air? That was terrible. That was a bust. That was entirely on the air, Josh Khan. And like I've been saying for a long time, we need to start recording you and we need to start broadcasting you on the no. Mutiny Radio advertisements, dude. You need to get on these advertisements. I am. You're not fizzling on these advertisements, dude. Come All right. on now. Alright, let's talk you about You're a you're a cash cow for mutiny. Your let's talent talk about is my unprecedented, rider. Let's son. Talk about my ride. Thank you. Thank you so much. Come I wanna hear you get freaky. Come back next week. Come back next week. Alright, yes sir, please do. Just I wanna hear you get down. Get down. We don't even know Are these children ours?
cha-cha. Filled with crackers, my friends. And crackers, not just, just cheese. All right, there we are. Uh, Josh Kahn has been playing piano for a while. We love it. We love everything he's doing. He's been doing this last week. He had his cello player here, and they played a beautiful song. And uh, it's just it's just wonderful here in the studio. I'm gonna I'm gonna play a little music here in the interim, uh, and then Josh Kahn will probably want to come back and play more. If people want requests that are listening, they should donate. And basically, I will play requests for money in the in the year to come. Mm-hmm. In fact, that's what the song is. Everything's changing in the government and so that's what's going on. Um, so there's th- there are <laughs> there are those who insist Taster of what this that we're all up here in the world, right? <laughs> Undeniable. Although, uh, you know, you could try to throw up the wall, and you know, maybe you can. Maybe you live in a place where you know you see people once in a while, and people just I went hiking once in June, and you know, wait a second, you know, something's wrong, but it's not. I mean, it's just that's. That's what it is. Everything is in right world ending reality and I'm uh, I'm hoping that uh, it's not particularly bad. Well, I think I think I think we'll be I think we'll make it you know, like I mean that's you know, that's like Who's we? Who is we? Humanity? Well, yeah, right? I mean, I I don't know. (laughs) You know, you whittle it down. uh, There's a lot of people that, you know, people can. It's always, it's going to be something. microscopic <laughs> no one's ever seen it but either way um let me get back to these records uh i'm, I'm not only going to get into them so what did we do we had um uh neil young a lot of love that's off the uh, comes a time record that's a good one let me uh let me grab this 
before that, we had um, the per uh, Pink Floyd. <laughs> Pink Floyd from the uh, metal record, one of the slaves. Again, it just came to me. Now there are many versions to that out there. This isn't one of our catalogs. Littered Skittered, we did uh, uh, Needle in the Spoon. That's a good, a groovy number. Uh, Atlanta Rhythm Section, <laughs> Showing to You. That is the, that's the slickest song. It just cracks me up because they're like Atlanta Rhythm Section, right? So I guess all these dudes are like um, seasoned studio musicians and they got together and wrote a few hit singles. I'll try to get that right next time, too. To avoid complication, she never gets the same results in conversation. She talks us like a baroness, and I'm trying to always engage her my love and answers to listening when you are inside. Perfume came naturally, perish naturally. I think I did better at comedy tonight than music, which is a first. Calling to Mutiny Radio. Um, what's the number? MutinyRadio.fm here in .sf. Call Everything's gonna be okay. COVID. Four one five 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 zero zero five one one. Four one five 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 zero zero five one one. You gotta call us if you gotta get something done. Four one five five. Listen to Pam. I'm just 
wanna say is folks out there in radio land ain't wanna pitch in a couple of dollars to mutiny radio. Well, they're plumb flummoxed up the hoo-ha. Make sure you get out and donate to Mutiny Radio. I used to, th- people get confused. They see my microphone tattooed on my arm and they think that it has something to do with comedy. Nay, this is a karaoke microphone, motherfuckers. <laughs> this is my, 100%, this is my pure microphone that I brought to my karaoke, I mean, to my tattoo artist. And I was like, this is my karaoke microphone. I want you to tattoo this on me. And then he practiced it and then he threw it on me. Love it. That's my favorite and tattoo. People of the day. all the time are like, oh, oh, so you like, you're so good at comedy that you like. I'm like, no, I don't fucking claim to be good at comedy. This is a karaoke microphone, motherfuckers. Yeah. I can sing. It's not, and I don't have a good voice. I'm a performer. And this, here's the thing about karaoke is that the harder you try, the better you are. And that's why I love karaoke. But in the inside, on the outside, that's what karaoke's about. It's not about singing great. It's about being a complete and utter person. I'm sorry. I will show up at your front door at some point this week and accost you with my verbals if you don't (laughs) if you don't donate. All I'm asking I will show up at your house. All I asked the first comedian was that for all the time I give them, just pass the GoFundMe once a week. But that is too much because these fucking entitled motherfuckers just go, Oh, oh, you have a dream. Oh, you're supporting me and my dream? But you know what? I'm not going to do shit for you. Oh, everything I'm doing has to do with Mutiny Radio, but I'm not going to tag Mutiny Radio because it's all about me. It's all about me, and I'm a man, and where the fuck are you? Well, I'm I'm the strong woman behind all the comedians. 
talking shit about me? Clearly not. Well, I'm a man, and I got things to say, and everyone appreciates me. And if I had a vagina, no. Fun. Yay! I this love is an excellent cooking. I love to sing. Yeah. Um, do you need to get supplies of piano that you can like lay on top of in a cocktail? Yeah. Or can we like? Thank you. Yeah. Um, I think that would. Um, I have a bunch of cocktail glasses because I haven't changed sizes since I was in high school. So yeah, I've got four fucking prom dresses. Can I get some high school and bring in donations? Cocktail dresses. That would that would make it work. I'm definitely really misogynist and homophobic, so I need to reflect on the fact that hashtag equality. Hashtag equality. And you know all about.
about I fight sexism in music, right? I started that all male version of the cranberries called the Man Bear. Mm. Right? Zombie, zombie, yeah. zombie. It, it, that song sucks, but now zombies are cool. I like them songs, man. That's not true. That joke is not not woke. You have to let it linger. You don't. You're amazing. Yeah. Are you enjoying that? Uh, that Sam so Sam good. chose this the, is the exact Sam chose the flavor. It's a, a white chocolate macadamia. And earlier I said I can't afford macadamia nuts because they're a rich man's nuts. But then I found them on sale at Gross Out, so it was okay. This is like the apex. Thank you. I know. I make the best cookies. And people don't always tell me how this great my cookies are, but I know I don't need I don't need someone to tell me how great my cookies are. I have a cookie tattoo. Well, I'm on gonna my fucking tell you anyway. Because I know that I fucking rock the shit out of motherfucking Listen, cookies. This isn't the best pot cookie of yours that I've ever had. It's like the best cookie I've ever Thank had. You. Thank you. Hot or not, actually, like I know they're just sweet in it too. It's just even a if it wasn't, cookie. I would just be stoked on the deliciousness sweet. of it. Wait till you try my pop stuff. So I just made a new batch today of really great olive oil. I used some really hot, awesome olive oil with really expensive olive oil. And I, I put my weed into it. I let it sit for two weeks. Then I made either um, hot pasta or fagonja. Hot pasta is good. Hot pasta is hot for pasta. Right. Or I make it into pasta. And I make my own pasta from scratch, but I use Here's the thing. So if you drink olive oil over 172 degrees, it changes the flavor of it because it does a thing with, like, I don't know, chemistry or something. It, like, fucking changes it. So I don't even do that. I, I uh, carve my weed. I decarve my weed. I put it in a thing. I put the olive oil over it. I let it sit for two weeks. So the olive oil still has all of its awesome flavors, and but then it has all the weed in it. And then I make hot, hot pasta out of it and oh my god i can make like a ravioli that'll blow your mind and and you get high off it Okay. Um, Chuck Klosterman wrote Choo-choo. an amazing Chuck Klosterman wrote an amazing um, diatribe on Coldplay, and he said that they ruined Coldplay's ruined romance because it gave it, it gave an unrealistic expectation of romance because the songs are so pretty. It's a I really great Chuck Klosterman. I want to see. I would like to see. Please, them eviscerate. Uh, the lead singer from Coldplay and Gwyneth Paltrow the same way that they did Will and Jada. Absolutely. Can, can we take them apart the same way? Can we make Gwyneth yes. and can we make Gwyneth and Coldplay guys sit at the red table together and talk? Your world, Josh. Just Tom. talk it out. Your world. I want to know why. Now talk it out. Now talk it out. Now Jada, who? What? Okay, let's let's Jada give me a recap because I was disassociated. Jada Pinkett Smith is so hot. Gonna be a Cause she was in the Matrix. 
Was Jada Smith in the Matrix? Yes, Jada Pinkett Smith was in the Matrix. She's one of the hottest people in the Matrix. Okay, maybe I was nine when I watched that movie. I'm blowing smoke directly into the microphone, if anyone can feel it. my first crush. That mustache? Wow. Imagine just a big construction worker Italian man fucking your tits, dude. That is it. He's from Jersey. Oh, yeah. Jersey, baby. Anybody on the air have some chapstick? Because I'm I struggling. Thank you so much. I'm really having a bad time. Let's fucking pod, dude. Let's fucking go. Let's fucking pod. Let's pod. Why? No, I want the good Martin stuff. Fine. I'll get the bad table. All right, we're gonna pot it out a little bit. We got, we're uh, here. We are in the middle of Pam Tats's Comedy Clubhouse. We started the awesome comedy. That's the outdoor show. Pam is accepting um, a beer you right you now. So For those of you at home, so Pam is accepting oh, a beer loud, right too loud, now. Too loud. Uh, everybody should be listening back to either this podcast or the one before. Rachel Pinson had a killer set on the beginning of this. So hilarious and so amazing. No, nobody's after you, sweet baby. Rachel, I love you. You're amazing. Does anybody know if Cumberland is a good neighborhood? Is Cumberland a good neighborhood? Pull off all the, the condoms. There's so many condoms on the mic. We're trying to keep it clandestine. Just my mouth That's very funny. I love stickers. Yes. All the stickers, Josh Kahn. You can have anything you want. Can I have one? You can have all the stickers. People, because I already took two last week, so I still have one. Pulling back the veil, we're giving away stickers. Do you need... I have an opener right here, sweetie. I have an opener right here. Oh, you. Does anybody know what love is? Yeah. <laughs> uh, so I memorized, I memorized the song this week. Um, Luke John Stevens. Oh my emo. God, emo! So, know, so emo. <laughs> this song. Uh, That song, I memorized the whole thing. Oh, I've been singing it everywhere. It's like very, it's not about suicide, which is good. Exactly. But it makes you feel better. I don't know. I don't know. Suicide songs make me sad. I don't, oh, no, you don't no. know. It's wrong. It's oh, no, they make me sad. Wow. Suicide, suicide, suicide. 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 Suicide
Suicide so songs make me sad. An extra I'm so different. You can grab one from out there and bring it around, especially like we can all pod. <laughs> yeah, we can play music too with my boss and shit. It's just like you know, it's like mm-hmm. how many tattoos do you have, uh, Bella? I have eleven. Oh, and you're twenty-two. Yeah. Jesus Christ. I don't even know if I have 11. I, I might have, have 12. I might have 12. Honestly, Jesus I don't know. Christ. Some of them I gave to myself when I was 15, or my you friends gave to me. You tattooed yourself? Let me see your chicken pose. Okay, here's my funny foot, but also someone pointed out to me, wouldn't it be funnier if you tattooed funny on your funny bone? And then I was like, I'm going to kill myself so I could start <laughs> over. Start this shit the fuck over so I can She's tattoo. So I only have <laughs> I only have one tattoo I've done myself, Bella, and it's this one on my leg, and it says "Oh man." Oh man! Because when um, my tattoo artist did the majority of my work, if you get enough tattoos from me, he lets you tattoo yourself with it to be done, but you have to write "Oh man." Oh, I get that. Because oh when you wake man! Up in the morning, you're like, oh, oh man! But uh, oh, he man. got all pissed at me because he was like. You're supposed to do it closer to your knee, and it needs to look more metal. And I was like, I'm tattooing myself. I'm going to do it any way I fucking want, bro. <laughs> yeah, do whatever the I fuck you want, dude. I do strips, and it's at the same site, because I have this other tattoo on my leg. So I wanted them to be, like, matched. Hello, viewers. I will give someone a million dollars to bring me a michelada to the station right now. A million dollars. I want a tall boy. One million doll hairs. <laughs> I don't need your money's no good here, Bella Dillon. My money's no good here, ladies and gentlemen. Did you hear that? Somewhere. Good. I do have one. It's uh, pretty. Look, look at this pretty. Look at this. Sink. I try. The hot water turns on and off with I know, I'm not and the cold water's underneath with the sink. Everything's falling apart here. Ah, I give Pam a lighter. Hello, ladies and gentlemen. My name is Bella Dillman. I do comedy and. I can help. I mean, we can't figure it out. I have a good life memory of I have a good. I have a good. I have a good. I have a good uh, turn of the century joke, or not turn of the century, like American colonization joke. It's a hundred percent not the same. Okay, so the reason why uh, people colonized America is because the first people who came here started sending flex letters to Europe, like they were saying, like they were saying shit like. Oh, you like rough sex? You wouldn't imagine what the girls do here. You don't just pull hair. You can keep it. Oh. That's a scalping joke. <laughs> Has anyone ever heard of scalping? Also, also a very strange thing that happens in Asian culture is uh, that some certain, I don't know if it's Hindu or whatever, but they're supposed to shave their, they're supposed to grow their hair out until they're like 18 or 19 and then go to this fucking um fucking temple and they have to shave their head for god or whatever so then people 
take the hair and they sell it to wig makers in the United States. Oh my All God. These gorgeous uh, Indian women are shaving off their heads after they've been growing their hair since they were babies. We're talking about long fucking hair. And they do it for their religion and they shave it off. Then they don't get any money from their hair being sold. But the if I'm going to shave my head, I better at least get a spread in a tabloid like Britney Spears. Amen. You know why Britney shaved her head? Is that because she was under the control of her father. No, because she knew she was going to get a drug test. She knew she was going to get a drug test, and if they do a hair test, she's got everything's in your hair. So, you like, that? of course. Uh, hey, I know exactly. Yeah, How do you it, know that? It, like, How do I because know that everything's in your hair? Because, because you're, it's dead skin. Hold on, Pam, Pam. Blockbuster used to do Pam. that in the fucking 90s. Pam, let me just ask you a question real quick. How do you know that Britney wanted to do wanted to shave her head because of drug tests. Because How do you know that? she was worried about losing her children. I disagree. How do you know that? Children. I disagree because I think she was having a nervous breakdown. I, I don't think that we can I discount. One thing. Hold and on. She had to shave her head so she wouldn't get in trouble and she wouldn't Oh baby baby. baby. Drug test her hair. So you Oh baby baby. baby. Hold on. Oh my god. Oh baby baby. How was I supposed to know that something wasn't right, yeah? Oh, baby, baby, I shouldn't have let you go. My current situation does not reflect this song. <laughs> I promise. <laughs> I promise. Everything's fine. <laughs> Are you sure? I think she just was testing. I am Britney. I have shaved my head on stage because of Britney as a tribute. I have a video of me shaving my head on stage because of Britney Spears. Because you're not a coward. We played Lucky by Britney Spears. Do you, do you all know that hard hitter? Damn. Why do my tears come at night? You know? I'm not that deep into Britney. Oh, I'm <laughs> I'm mad deep. She did she did write a poetry book in 2001 and it made me very angry. She had a poem Angry or horny? Well, no, it Brittany. was like, tiger, tiger, burning bright. But <laughs> she didn't get it. She didn't get the D- Dylan Thomas reference, and it made her sad. I'm sipping on a Mutiny Radio, baby. We got handkerchiefs. <laughs> I'm so glad that someone's actually playing piano. It makes me so happy when Josh is playing piano. I do scales here uh, alone in the dark sometimes. 
remember that I was, I just saw my face on the Everything's fine. Everything's fine. Oh my god, I'm having an amazing time. And you know what? If I went out today to go on a journey of the world, no one would stop me. I could drive into the horizon and I could do whatever I want. Does that uh, people forget that? Even when you have babies, you could just drive into the sunset, baby. No, there's you a lady. There's a lady that did that in the outer the outer mission. She drove straight off a cliff in the outer mission in Bayview. No, that's not what I'm saying. I'm saying don't drive into the horizon. Baby. Drive Where into the horizon. Don't kill your baby. Didn't know that Sam was fucking crazy. <laughs> no, that's the thing. Is if I kill myself and I'm pregnant and I don't know about it, am I really? I'm really afraid to have a three-way because what if? God punishes me and gets me pregnant by the other guy. Pancake. Yeah, pancake. Not you not can get a hot mic. Sam has put down the line. He says no. Sam says women. Yes, I can't sir. speak with women. I'm here. Am I on still? Dude, you're not the one. That's the probably one. the. This is probably the worst one to pick yeah, out. Yeah, that was the one that Sam didn't pick. All seven. a different one. Okay, here we go. That's better. That boom, works better. It was Sam's idea to podcast, and now he's all mad. No, he's so just mean. angsty. He's a man. It happens from time to time. Also, Sam, you can never trust a fart right uh, Pancake, you're ever behind again. the computer screen. I, I, you guys. I, I, your, face, your facial gestures are being blocked by the... I don't have a I face. shitted myself for I'm the on first radio. time two weeks ago. Hey, first time? I was in a restaurant, and I trusted a fart, and it was full-on sludge in the What restaurant? Hold on. Hold on. Details first. Details first. What restaurant? It was on Pike Place in Seattle. What restaurant? In Seattle. We were in Seattle. Yeah, we were in Seattle. What month of the year was this? This was in July of 2020, ladies and gentlemen. This was recent, recent, recent. Okay, Bella, 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 you're proposing a lot of things now. Let me ask you some questions now. Yes, give me some questions. I have a few questions for you. The first being, you're obviously in a pandemic situation. You shit yourself. Is it because you could not find a restroom? It's because, no, there was a restroom. There was a restroom because Aaron had gone to the restroom, and I was waiting there uh, with the credit cards and stuff like that. Where and were you at? Where then were you at? She trusted a oh, fart. Excuse me, were you paying for everything, you feminist queen? Okay, hold on. Let's I just am get queen. the details anyway. out first. Let's get the details. No, I so think it's no. Okay. Picture. Yeah, but okay, so I was waiting for the check. Where? What restaurant? Uh, I, I don't know the name of it. It started with an A. It's like but some it's sort in, of Athenian. It's, it's, it's in Pike Place. Pike Place. Pike Place. We had a beautiful view. Yeah, a beautiful. Yeah. You thought you could It was gorgeous. You thought you could fart in a restaurant? And I f because I had, I was, I was sick. So I hold on. I knew that I had diarrhea. However, I thought you that had it had diarrhea previous to this. Yes, fart? I did. Had had diarrhea. What made you think that you could trust this fart then? Because it's never been a problem for me. Mm. You think never you can have diarrhea? I and thought then I was God. Willy nilly. I thought I was God. No, wait. I hold had on. never you shit my pants 
Yes, I'm 22. I had never shit my pants. You think you could just have diarrhea and then fart after and think there's not going to be a problem? I did, yeah. I did. I did think that. I'm sorry. This is why kids can't go vegan. It's, it's okay as long as you wash your underwear out within 10 minutes. I threw them away. Yes. <laughs> I threw them away, no, no, bro. Them away. Did they get but on they the did your job. They did the job. Did they get on the pants? Hold on. Hold on. Did the, did the fart poop get on the pants? I don't want to answer that. No, come on. Don't if it was a good answer, she would have been proud of it. Sidetrack the good content. No, it's about. I don't want to answer that question. If there's poop on your pants, you have about 10 minutes to wash it out. Otherwise, those pants are toast. Where do these numbers come from? I still haven't washed them. I still haven't washed them. Where do these numbers come from? And I've worn them after that. I've worn them like three times after that, and I didn't wash them. This 10-minute figure about getting poop on clothes, where does this come I wore from? them like three times after that, and I didn't wash them, not even one time. I can't defend you past this point. <laughs> it's ungodly! <laughs> You'll have to go at it on your own. How do I repent? You can throw soldier. them in the freezer. Godspeed. <laughs> okay, yeah, I could throw them in the freezer. You can't. Here's the thing. If you do <laughs> shit on anything, you have 10 minutes to get water on it and try to wash it out. Wa Otherwise, where? it's going to be... When? It's going to be a stain <laughs> embarrassing. on the pants forever. It's and not just on the pants, it's on the tag. Yeah, okay. On <laughs> all kinds of things. Hey, I've shit my pants ten times. Pam, so like Pam, I just I'm an expert in this. How do you come up with this ten minute figure? Where is this coming from? Because I, I, I had a pair of pants that I is had this to throw a stu away. Wait, can I just ask you a few questions? The first being, <laughs> is this a study that you are like passing it's along to us like study. this is it oh so it's a personal story so it's personal it's anecdotal it's highly anecdotal okay so you have you have ha had so how many try well, just i have a few questions i let me i'll ask a few questions and you can respond to them kind of collectively the, the second question being uh how many trials have you had of this to determine that 10 minutes is the best 10 minutes Yo is the number that's the best time that is the how many trials the third question being what is going on with your diet? Are you are do you need a diet special specialization technician? I eat a lot of, I eat a lot of hot foods. Okay, all right. You basically answered the first question. So the second question is how many trials? In my bag. Like you shit yourself often, yes? No, no. I would ten say minutes. That I would say that I pee myself more than I piss myself. <laughs> I would say that about myself too. I would say that I pee myself. Definitely more than I poop myself. Oh, On I average, that is my uh, average. So the first time, the first time that I pissed myself was, it no, was. No, no, no. Oh, um, fights with my ex-husband trying to save my marriage. Both that times you're trying yeah, to save so your marriage. And that's the thing is that um, I I try to tell ladies, I try to tell men, I try to give them the thing. I'm like, hey, if you've been with a person for like I don't know. Suddenly, out of nowhere, offer up the butt. They're gonna break up with you soon. So do your best, bro, because it's about to be over. But uh, it was my. <laughs> wow, wow, wow. Well, don't I mean? It depends where you are. That's a good strategy. What I'm saying is that. That's very real. You have a lot of poop in your butt. You have a lot of poop in your butt. You oh anal really. How early are we talking to give up that? So you gotta. Where's Josh coming from? Like third third date. 
anal sex one tenth of the times I've had regular sex. That's ten percent. That's really? a high number. Ten percent. That's a ratio, high number. Uh, no, I mean with the people, with the people, not ten percent of the times I have sex, oh, but ten percent of the people that I've had sex with, it is. So we out have of like oh, the out of well, out of how many people would you say? Average. It's a tenth. How many people would you say you've had sex with? But I'm going to say it's a tenth. Bella, how many people have you had sex with? I'm going to say it's about a tenth. Yeah, let her just listen to the answer, motherfucker, and respect that. Come on. Respect it. When she ducks the answer and you keep asking, who is the asshole? Josh Kahn, how many people have you had sex with? Um, um, Sam, how many people have you had sex with? Negative zero. Negative yeah, exactly. Zero. Virgin. Is that virgin. That was virgin. Negative zero. Virgin. Imaginarily had sex Never with everybody. In his imagination, he has had sex. Imagine I have sex with. My imagination. Would that make me a narcissist? What if I had sex with my imagination? Sam, tell your joke. Do you have a joke for him? Do you have an imagination? What if I had sex with my imagination? No, you I could. You could have a movie called, like, The 54-Year-Old Virgin, but it turns out that it's just three 18-year-olds <laughs> smushed together in <laughs> a that, trench coat. Is that what three times 18 is? It's 54? Isn't it? Yeah. Excuse me? No, it's not. Three times fifty-four. Three Wait. times eighteen. Okay, you, it three just, it times seems 18. like you're trying what to catch him in a trap. It is. It is fifty-four. That's why I. That's no. why I said the you're joke. Yeah. Dumb, blah, blah, Listen, blah, but blah. no, fifty-four, <laughs> year, fifty-four year old version. It's three eighteen-year-old virgins in a trench coat, standing on each other's shoulders, to try to get into the. That would be like a nine foot seven fiend mobile. Not no. Listen, not if a couple of them were dwarves. Oh, all right. They could still be eighteen-year-old virgins. You can't. G- all right. Good luck hiring Wee Man. He just bought a van. He's now touring America in is his Mercedes Swinger van. Is he? I Wee think Man. you yeah. all Wee need Man to ease is off on that. Hold on, Bella. Let's just go down this Wee Man path. Listen, I actually got. I have connections to Wee Man, so you can't. <gasps> so don't talk. He's a hot Do you really? Skateboarder. Um, he you know, Wee Man and Steve Irwin. Horatio Sands is going to be on my podcast, so you all can fuck the fuck off. All right. Okay. Okay, Aaron. Okay, Miss. All right, Miss Aaron Atkins. One percent at a time, please. Wee man. <laughs> Excuse that me? That is diminutive and misogynoir. Yeah, honestly, maybe you're more of a misogynist than anyone I misogynoir. ever Misogynoir. Oh, throw the misogyny Ms. on Sam just because he, f- just because he, just because I think the person that hangs out with Aaron Atkins the most out of any of us is exhibiting some Aaron-like qualities. Ms. Bellin. Excuse me. He's just never Excuse been ribbed. He's Pardon never been ribbed and he has another gender. You might be, you might be confused because you've been hanging out with Aaron and that Bella's been writing all of his jokes. Maybe that's why you've been hanging out. Okay, Bella. Like, oh, they seem so similar. I'll so take that for a walk. Bella's been writing all of his jokes. No, no, no. Oh, is it no, possible? No, or maybe no, you're no, immune. No, oh, my no, gosh. No, no, no. I'm going to actively deny this that. This is down All right, all right. I was no. just trying to stir the pot. Yeah, I know, I know. No, no, no. Stir the pot. No, no. If anything, Aaron is writing her jokes exactly. because that's what he I went to school for I am the codependent bitch, dude. I'm the one that's taking his oh, vibe. Oh, but you're apparently. you're taking his vibe, but you're paying <laughs> for it. So, you know what? I am the I am the framework for these bitches. Like everyone's gonna get famous off my name. I'm telling you right now. Yay! I am the framework. What's I'll, Aaron? Hey, you I'll jump saying in your that frame, is girl. so I'm right in. on the money that it's so on. So I know it's so true. <laughs> Everyone so loves good. me. Every, anyone who doesn't love you is a terrorist. Thank you so much.
want anyone, my jacket. Anyone who doesn't love you is ISIS. I know. Or Al- anyone that doesn't love Mrs. Hunt is basically I'm so Al-Qaeda. glad oh, that that is so not <laughs> I'm so glad that that is not a it's well, my name. Ever, anyone ever met Bella Dillman? Yeah, that's me. Mm. See? Mm-mm-mm. I'm behind it. She's a hilarious if you writer. Read she the New York Times. <laughs> the New York Times has taken valuable intellectual information from you. I'm going to conspiracy theory it right now. Mm. I've thought those things, all of them. Every single thought, I thought that. I shouldn't be talking <laughs> to you then because they have a tap into your brain. I thought that. You don't know it. I thought it, though. Behind every great. Atkins is the bitch that thinks up all the of his jokes. No, Remember not all of his jokes. No, I'm not talking about Aaron. I think up all of, like, the thing is, the, the thing is, yes, okay, in a way, in a way, in a way, I write Aaron's jokes because I am the universe. You write so Aaron. Like you write Aaron's jokes. Let me I also gears. write your jokes. Let, let's and I also write gears. your jokes. Now have I you written one of my jokes? Oh my god, which joke of mine did oh you write? No. I can't wait to know. The thing is, I am the queen of the universe, and I have I done all the universe. I bow. And bow like down. that's the thing. That's why I I wrote all your jokes. Let's switch gears. I'm leaving, and Aww. that means all the inspiration is about to go. But I wrote that you were leaving, so I guess that I'll I'll take on that burden. I let you think. That Did this was your idea. Yes, because I am a purely uncut girl. Uncut club. Yeah, I know what it's like to get a bad circumcision because I broke a guy's dick so bad that he had to get an adult one. No, 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 no. Circumcision, his choice, his decision. Adult. <laughs> You're an adult, bro. We're leaving. Hey. I have a baby kitty that I have to go back to potty training. Yes, your tiny baby kitty. Oh, what's your I kitty's name? Uh, Dottie. 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 Oh, oh, Dottie. Dottie Lamotti with a slimmer's body. And Dottie is a, um, <laughs> she's a calico, and all calicos are girls. And I have a calico, and I love my calico too. And her name is Mr. Poopy Butthole. Yeah, there you That's go. the name yes, of my girl right. cat. That's she's right. a feminist. We call her Mister. Rick and Morty is the best thing that ever happened to the society as a whole. So Bitch, call me daddy, bro. Wait. <laughs> that, that's the vibe your cat's on. Bitch, just call me daddy. <laughs> but it dotty, mm. So she has a little dot in the middle of her forehead, which is why I call her Dottie. Aww. And then it's like Dottie Go Potty. Oh, Dottie Go Potty. Dottie Illuminati. Dottie Illuminati. Dottie Lamati with the swimmer's body. Dottie. Dottie and the Illuminati, yeah. They oh. should admit oh. cats. Anyway, Pam, I love you. Um, Lee, thanks for everyone being out here. there. Go <laughs> to the GoFundMe. Go to the fucking GoFundMe because because we need this radio you. has to stay alive past October. Mm. We're taking it month by month, day by oh, day, we are. and every you donation is. is counts and is appreciated. You count the pennies, I'll count the dollars. That's what my grandma. That don't make sense. No, I know, but that's what <laughs> my my grandma grew up in the in the um, she was born in uh, 1920, and so she grew up in the middle of the depression, and she would always say to me, "You count the pennies, and I count the dollars," and she also used to say to me, "You have such childbearing hips," and I would say, "Oh, that's so nice that I can make money someday off of children," except that Marxism, uh, they call it labor, but you don't get paid for it. 
means of production. Nobody reads Marx. Nobody reads anymore. Yay, go read a book, you motherfuckers. Bye. Bye. No, don't leave, Sam. Don't put your bag on. No. You better. I know where do we have to go? I have so much cheese here. I have lots of cheese. I have, and I also have hot sauce. I bought a thing of habanero sauce today, and then the hot sauce and the cheese. Oh, I don't like it. I'm dead out there. Oh, he does. Mmm. He's twenty-four-year-old sugar daddy. Look at that. We're gonna be basic bitches up in here. Hell yeah. Mm. Yeah. You know what though? You should roll your own. Sam, actually. So you know when people say, actually, I'm gonna ask Bella. I'm gonna ask Bella. So here's the thing. Masterclass. What can you teach a, ma I have tons of them. What can you teach a masterclass on? Me? Uh. What's the thing that you know that you could teach people? I hate everything that I'm thinking of. Everything that I'm Ooh, thinking of. Whatever is so it is, it's fine. Cringe. Anal. <laughs> okay, so you can teach me anal, baby. <laughs> but Sam, Sam. I know I'm better than that. But Sam I can teach a master class on rolling splits. No, I can, he. I can, well, more than I can I teach. Mean, I can teach a master class on cooking. Master class on cooking. On cooking what? On cooking. Yeah, we can get into food, girl, because that's my hot garbage. No, yeah, uh, probably Jen and Brada tacos or uh, brisket. Yeah, long cook, pull it apart, make it into tacos. Mm. Easy, easy, money, easy. The I do it here a lot. You do it. I, yeah, I have I plenty of cigarettes. Um, Somewhere. so. So one of the things I make here at Mutiny Radio, because I have a tiny little grill, I have a tiny grill, like a baby, like a baby Coleman, you know, like the tiny ones. And so I put the coals on and I get a pork shoulder, a pork shoulder, and I crust it with the super thing. And then I cook it on one side until the coals run out. And then I pick it up and I redo the coals. And then I do it on the other side. And then I pull it apart and make tacos for many, many people. And it's so every time. And it's done like every damn time. Every time. Where is the rest of your sprawl? I don't know. Uh, <laughs> Who's got the lighter? Because I don't want to smoke this. great set. Hey, here's the thing. You're an adult, and I fucking trust that you don't fly off the handle. You're like a totally normal person, and I love that. I mean, no, no. I just, I'm just saying, and Sam, you did a really great job tonight, too. Sam is my off-the-handle guy, who I can't trust, and I'm like, you're behavior is irresponsible and unpredictable. Your unpredictable behavior is problematic for me. Not tonight. 
No, no, no. You did a great job. No, I know it's really hard. But why am I the one? You did a great job. You, you're very funny, Sam. Sam, dude, I haven't done. I'm really happy you're because really I didn't. You're really funny. Mm -hmm. I wouldn't really champion. Okay, so here's the thing. Here's the thing. Uh, people, people get on my ass and they're like, "Oh, you only like Sam because he's beautiful," and I'm like, "No, he's funny. Like, I don't champion him because he's gorgeous. He's funny and he writes all the time and he works really hard. And when people get on my ass and they're like, "He's a Johnny Pot and you just like help him out because he's so pretty," and I'm like, "Yes, he's also that, but you work so hard. You write out your, t you write a lot. You're working." You have but also, jokes, I think that so I think that Aaron is a little jealous—not jealous, but he just like he's—he's—he works really hard. No, and I agree. And that's why he was too. so insulted today. Is and because I've he works so hard. And I've championed Aaron in multiple contexts for for lots of times. I just think it came and out of left field for tonight, him. Tonight, his behavior was irresponsible and not okay. His behavior, and here's the thing. I'm not a millennial mom. I'm not going to tell you that your behavior is okay. If you fuck my shit up, I will yell in your face and say, stop fucking my shit up because you aren't my child and I really don't have any connection to you in any way. And thank you for all the gifts that you brought me and all the jokes and everything, but don't fuck my shit up, bro. And if someone can't understand that about, hey, it's my place. I set the rules. And maybe I'm a woman and maybe you can't listen to a woman who tells you the rules. Maybe if I was a guy and I told you the rules, no, you'd I don't fucking think that's abide true by it. Or whatever. So you don't I don't abide think that's by true. I rules? think it's just well, whenever you're Aaron not is gonna insulted, abide he... by anybody's rules and you need to grow up and be a fucking adult. No, I do think he needs to grow and up. And learn that if your behavior is a pile of dog shit, then nobody's going to let you continue exactly. to be a pile I of dog hate, shit. Exactly. I just hate this because I know how much he loves it here and I know I he's I love him too. I love him like, so much. I know he's going to be able to swore on the mic he had 15 seconds and he said the f word he does not respect my clean i mic. think it's because I, I think it's because sam been came drinking now it's but not also about it does sam. mean that you've been drinking it's not about sam at all sam holds it it's together about, I've, how sam. many times have i yelled at sam no i haven't paid attention to your brawl that much Usually I pay attention to your sprawl, but I can't this time. Can we get the filter first? Because I'm not good at making I know. Or you could smoke a bong like an adult. I did smoke it. I said look. Look how much fucking my fingers hurt. You fucking you can't smoke a bong. Look at all these big I smoke a bong or a pipe. Bro, see, everyone's fucked up. Is this the lighter? Where's the I have lighter? it. I have the lighter. I have a lighter. Oh, this oh, right, is so loud. I know you just you just explode. Every like men. Okay, personally, mm, like both Sam and Aaron are tornadoes. Put it on the fridge. What? Only if you put it in my mouth. <laughs> what? 
I'm not afraid of AIDS. I'm afraid of Coke. You know what I mean? Like, <laughs> these boys are immediately mad. Immediately. Where's my beer? Where's my cigarette? Where's my? Why didn't you spliff it? Yes, you fucking did. I didn't say it like that. I didn't say it like that. I didn't say it like that. Fuck you. I didn't say it like that. That's how Sam talks, ladies and gentlemen. I didn't say it like that. This is terrible. Watson. Well, scintillating moments on the last moments of this podcast. As the party rounds down. No, no. Well, I always pay attention to the time because I think about the auto podcast and what's happening with each show as the demarcation. Let's do two hours of just shit talking. <laughs> well, that could be from ten to midnight, but there's no auto podcast, so I'd have to keep it on the Amadeus and then move it over to the. See, there are things to think about. We can't all just willy nilly go through our lives. <laughs> Hire is just a name for a band. I went to high school at El Paso High in El Paso, Texas, one of the ten most haunted schools. One of the yes, one of the ten, one of the ten most haunted schools in America. Look it up. You're listening to Watch Mojo. These are the ten most haunted schools in America. Number seven, El Paso. It wasn't number seven. It wasn't. El Paso. It was a tuberculosis. Rumor had it that Mary Kate got fucking hung by her neck with an electrical cord because the captain of the football team called 27 students in El Paso all get chlamydia and died. Yeah. How did that happen? That wasn't me. I didn't get chlamydia. I didn't get I didn't get chlamydia until college. I didn't get chlamydia until college. I've never had chlamydia. I've never had an STD. Actually, that's not true. I only got one STD, and that was in my first marriage, and I sexually transmitted sex. See I how I did that? I See how that I joke. put a I real joke, joke in there? I love that joke. Pam, my mouth tastes like throw up. That's not a monkey poop. It is. Oh, how possible? You didn't eat any of my pizza. You had none of my pork. That joke gave me cancer. It's a good joke. It's sexually a good joke. Sexually transmitted sex. It's actually that you get turned away. It's a contract. That's why I'll never get married again because I'm a whore. There's no reason to marry me. I don't come with 12 goats. I come with nothing. <laughs> like, <laughs> there would be no reason to combine True. your wealth with me. There would be no reason. There would be why no would you do it? There why would you do it? Why? I mean, I would do it would to combine my non-wealth with someone's wealth, but I'll never get married but again. But no one's going to do that. Well, I don't know. Maybe I don't know how. No, come on, come on. No, no, no. God, no, I don't, and I don't know. But no, why would you? <laughs> but I, also, I, no one's going. If I got married, I'd lose my food stamps. Like I, I wouldn't. I'd make yeah, too much you money. Yeah, you don't want to lose your food. I want to marry. I want to marry 
would you who would who would but also why would you dude it's like also but it's like it, it comes with so many things like my cousin is married to someone very well off and he is very trump supporter now like it's new it's new like he newly got into trump and i'm like how how did you do that his baby has a heart condition and he doesn't wear a mask his baby how little can you care? Right, why do, what does that have anything to do with the left right stuff? Why does having a mask have anything to do with the conservative or liberal? I forget because I'm an idiot. No, but you <laughs> just brought it. Hold on, hold on, hold on. You just brought it up in the context of right and left politics. Yeah, what because. What does having a mask have to do with that? Okay, I understand that, but it's never li- it's not libertarians that are saying this. It is people who are brainwashed. By Fox News and Trump. I'm saying this because it's not right-left spectrum. It is Trump propaganda. It is Trump propaganda. What, can you gi- can you give an I, example? I like I respect Bella. Bella. Trump never wears a mask. No, he's Trump not. He never wears a mask. He Does, said that is he outspoken. Ag- uh, is he? Do you think Trump is propagating a no mask culture where he is saying, well, "Don't wear a fucking mask. It's conservative shit, and don't do it." Do you think he's doing that? I think that subliminally he does so many things because people idolize him and they're not going to go if if it, if someone idolizes Trump they're not going to go against so what he does what he does what he does there he's are pictures of him not wearing a mask No I'm like, saying I'm saying I'm telling you the comparison here it is here it is here it is the person that he is and the followers that he has, it's like if you're an older brother or sister and you do something wrong and your close little brother sees it or your close little sister sees it, they're going to think it's okay. That is the relationship that I see between Trump and his and the people that listen to him. It's not that he's – Where does the mask play It's not that he's saying – no, it's Where not that – the wearing a mask play into like liberal and, and conservative politics? I'm not saying it – no, I literally just said it doesn't play into liberal and conservative politics. It well, plays into – it, it plays into – it plays into Trump propaganda. And Trump I do not think is necessarily right of the spectrum because I don't find myself being like completely a leftist. I'm just saying like – I'm saying – that being a being a conservative and being a liberal doesn't really matter in this time. It's the people who are Trump positive and those who are not. And Trump positive people are terrible human beings that have But they lives. they think <laughs> they think that if their leader if their leader doesn't find it necessary to wear a mask, then they're not gonna wear a mask. But also the Democratic politicians have also been caught, caught not wearing a mask also. It seems to just be like with a pants-down situation. Yes. I I'm don't really think this has to apply to left and right politics. It's just the Well, I'm saying it, it doesn't like apply to left and right politics. It's that it, it is that people are stupid and people if forget and people don't – like this is a, a completely new normal that people are having leaders, to deal with now. If our leaders aren't wearing a mask, why would people – think that they should have also the thing about left and right um, because they're six no 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 sam the thing about left and right is majority of the politicians that are in office are relatively right at least moderate like they are on the right side of the spectrum like i know so many 
Democrats that are on the right side of the spectrum um, because it's not about Democrat and Republican even. Yeah, like, it's about economy. people who have very progressive views, which is the very end of the spectrum, and people who have very conservative views, which you are in the other You can have progressive views and also believe in the economy. Are you aware of the metric mm. quality of life that No, I completely you? understand on, because Bella, I've, Bella. Taken e- I've taken sociology and economics classes that it's like Keynesian versus whatever politics, and I'm not like fucking, it's not like it's not, at this point, it's not trickle, the people who are left are not about trickle-down economics because that has never been the case. Because if you you are – people are hoarding money. Trickle-down economics doesn't fucking exist, I'm telling you right now. That's not about right and left. And, yes, some Democrats, some leftists, like in quotation marks, leftists believe in this trickle-down economics idea, but that is not anything that is reasonable because as as much as people argue – if people do not have to work because they're getting social, uh, like, wellness and uh, welfare money, that same argument is if you're fucking rich, if you're fucking – you're not going to give any money to anyone else, no matter but how much philanthropy you do. Also that is the fucking truth. We have to back it up in that people that are getting services are oftentimes say a mom, a mother taking care of their kids. And unfortunately – that is not economically viable. No, I like exactly. I'm saying mom, the same people who make that argument make this argument that these people should be able to hoard their money. And it's been different. A mom, if you've been a mom for 30 years, you have no W 2s, you have no Social Security, you have nothing. And if your husband divorces you, what the fuck do you have? Exactly. But you work. I'm saying this did is definitely. Did you not work for 30 years? And people on the right working together. So I'm a Marxist, so I'm saying what labor is labor? What labor is valued? Why is sex work not valued? Why is being a mom not valued? Why are things that are predominantly women-based that are work, that we say are work, aren't really work? And that's what changes things, is that what labor is – so if I'm an artist, why is my labor not – economically viable exactly even if you're doing work if you're doing work art's not good enough or so then i have this movement radio and i'm trying to promote everyone else's art and maybe that'll work as a thing but the point is that art in our society is not monetarily viable but we've all chosen as a group to say that it's nothing we've culled it out of the schools exactly culled it out of everything but that's what forwards our society yeah, and in a society that we are cutting down on the laborious work that we are using, robots and uh, robots like other can't other make means. Art, no, I know. It, I mean, yeah, that's the thing. That's what that's what's scary oh to no me. But if we're if we're if we're cutting down if we're cutting down on. But also, I do think that art is getting more interesting, and in that you have to use more of your. Let's watch
That's what you put in your YouTube right. search. Now, the channel we like is Syntax, S-Y-N-T-A-X-9-3-1. Right. There's a, one other floating okay, out there that has of, uh, yeah. ads. Yeah. So Syntax 931, uh, and Michael will probably now okay. subscribe. Oh, I definitely will listen. You know, there's a lot of there's a lot of ads crammed into some of these versions. So if this is the channel to do it, I'm going to subscribe to it. But first, I'm going to click the boy in the plastic bubble, 1976. Get to the page, wait for the buffering, hit pause, and then move the timer. Oh, hit record now, watch later. No, thank you, YouTube. <laughs> and I have it set at zero, 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 and it's paused. It's ready to go. Okay. And I just subscribe to Syntax. Oh, I have to sign in. I have no time for this. No All right, time. So ladies you and gentlemen, we hope you did the same. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, I'm using Microsoft Edge, full disclosure, today. We are going to watch uh, whatever you're using to watch YouTube on. We want to watch The Boy in the Plastic Bubble, the biggest TV movie ever made, next to uh, the 70s, next to Brian's song. So go <laughs> ahead and hit zero, right, zero. And we're going to count down. And when we do go, we want you to click uh, the, the triangle and start watching the movie with us to do the countdown. Uh, ah. on our show today <clears throat> thank you all right so let's get this it's started i am i am ready it was a live show we're very excited to have paul here as our countdown gentlemen let's get ready to brumba ladies and gentlemen uh, let's get ready to rumba. okay so let's get ready to brumba and now what you've all been waiting for master of the descending numerals the countdown king himself 
Would you please welcome Mr. Paul Brumbaugh? All right, guys, you know the drill. Put that finger right over that triangle and do it in three, two, one, go. I'm very excited. This is Arrow Films, by the way. Yes. Well, they just distribute it. Right? L- limited. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Limited. They uh, present. Oh, well, so they just distribute a couple of Ah, I wonder if they say, oh, no, we're done with them. So this takes place in uh, 1959? Well, this scene. This scene, uh, Mortimer Duke tells Mr. Brady, and the eight is enough lady, that the eight is enough lady is pregnant. (laughs) Get the fuck out of here. Uh, I read about this on TV guy. So right now... She was only in the first season of Ada's Enough, right? Yeah, she died. So he's Randolph Duke. I'm wrong. He's Randolph Duke. So he was saying, he was saying to uh, Brady, they we've discovered what it is. We know what causes pregnancy now. And Brady was like, "What? Really? What? what? It's like when you fuck her. Really? <laughs> it was the fifties. They had just discovered." So what we're learning now in their like husband and wife conversation is they had a baby before and he died and he died because he he might is a risk of coming out wacko because of their I don't know. This time they want him to live. Now they don't know anything yet about like he won't have any immunities, but we'll learn that surprise. Uh, And that would be the. Is uh, pretty heavy up front. A lot yeah. Of, uh, a lot of And it doesn't start like a movie. It just goes right into it because it was a TV show. Yeah. So this was a TV movie of the week. Um. Yeah. Well. Uh. Let me just see here. It was aired first aired November 12, 1976 on ABC. Um, I guess it was movie of the week. It doesn't really list that here. This was a no, critical was hit, drew huge ratings when it aired, and it was watched by a huge chunk of America. And it was nominated for four Emmy Awards, and it went won one for the woman who died, Diana Di- uh, Highland. Diana Highland in real life passed away shortly after this uh, production. Absolutely. And, uh, oh, Six so this months after. Of Buzz Aldrin. <laughs> what am I doing on this set? Is this the Bob Hope Christmas special? No, Mr. Aldrin, <laughs> but since you're here, can you say, look, it's the boy in the plastic, it's the boy in the plastic bubble. Now get me to Hope. <laughs> Buzz Aldrin is, is Montclair's second man on the moon. You know he's from Montclair. Yeah, Montclair, New Jersey. That's a big deal. And, um, I think that they yeah. renamed Mount Hebron to be. Buzz Aldrin buzz Middle Aldrin. School. Middle School? I think that's, I mean, they that's be, the buzz. Oh, the middle school. They should call it Buzz Aldrin Second School, because he's the second school on the moon. Yeah, he was the he's second really man the on the school. moon. Right. Well, that was uh, my neighbor, you know, across the street. He, one of the things he loved was a poster, it was a flag that said, he told me about it, it said, Buzz Aldrin. Montclair's second man on the moon. And she's like, 
that's the best we could say about the guy. <laughs> <laughs> the second man of the mood. That's what we're proud of. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we are. He was in 30 Rock, too, where uh, Liz Lemon's mom and Montclair fell in love with him. Uh-huh. So it was uh, Montclair and Buzz Aldrin's love venture. Huh. Okay, guys. Uh, next uh, birth will be in 40 minutes. Need to clear out for the next round. Yeah, it really looks like they're washing her hair, but what they're doing is giving a C-section, and they kicked them all out. Like it's, it, it, They're sort of students, ex- experimental. How many operating theaters does that place have? Just that one? I have no idea. Stage? I don't know. <laughs> So there's this place called Lucy's Laugh Lounge, and it's in, uh, like, Hudson Valley, New York. It's, you know, just over the border, maybe 40 minutes away. And there's a balcony like that. You can look down. Really? It's the weirdest stage. It's a tiny stage, and the, the seats are seated sort of like church pews. And if you have to get up to use the John, three people in a row have to move. Like, it's like a theater. I don't know. Okay, so baby's born, but baby has no immunities. And this is a very young John Travolta. Now, very young. What a method actor, though. What do you mean by no immunities? Like, he he can't go to Canada? Right. Uh, He has no rights? (laughs) That's right. Um... You know, if, you know, he got a cold, uh, his his body would not know how to fight the cold, and the virus would take over every cell in his body. You know, he'd die. Um, wow. If he got bacteria in him that isn't the normal bacteria in your gut already, his, you know, his, they just grow and grow and grow inside him. You know, there's no immunity. There's no like, hey, you don't belong here. You don't pass the sniff test. <laughs> By the way, I sniffed at you. You better check the doctor about that. <laughs> For COVID reasons. So you were saying, like, because we, we were discussing uh, gossip about this movie, that Diana Hyland and John Travolta became an item. Oh, they totally became an item. They uh, And there's rumor that she died in his arms. I don't know if that's, that could really just be rumor. Um. Okay, so she was 41, and he was only 22, and she was even going through a divorce, um, and they started dating after this thing wrapped up. During this thing, they weren't dating, and they stayed together and were very close and very much in love, apparently, and they dated only for six months, and then she died. And he wasn't a Scientologist back then. It wasn't until afterwards. No. I think it was when he met um, uh, Kelly Preston uh, in the uh, – no, I have to remember. Something with the eyes. She was 18 yeah, years so, older movie, than uh, – Travolta... Yeah, because he plays the boy, and she plays the boy's mom in this movie. Yeah. It's a lot and of years. They dating. Yeah. yeah. Writer producer Joseph Goodson was his her husband. Yeah. Now Carol Brady dated one of the Brady boys, right? 
Do you remember I that story? I don't know. Um, I think it was maybe Greg. But the, I think I saw that on incest porn on 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 Pornhub. Oh really? We're promoting that now. Okay. Uh yeah. You don't. Okay. So this now what we're easy. so it's very difficult. Yeah. It's just for a plot point. She's like, I want my baby home. Like she looks at the neighbor's kid and it's like jealous and grouchy TV acting. She goes, he's like, that's crazy. You know what we'd have to have here? A little hospital. Anyway, he's oh, off to see the kid and she's uh, not sure going. Yeah. Huh. Well, she still has housework to do. You just got to sweep the rest of the driveway. Mm-hmm. Now, I want this driveway spick and span, dear. Mwah! <laughs> <laughs> He's Greg. He's, he's, what was his name, Brady? What's his first name? Henry? Like the, you know how I know that is that there was a uh, Civic War photographer. During, uh -huh. No, a Civil War during the 1800s. Brady. They took pictures of soldiers. And uh -huh. I said, wow, like Mike Brady, the architect. Yeah, the architect. Mike Brady, that's it, Mike Brady. There was a haupt in oh, the good. Civil War, too. He was a general, and he did the railroads. Oh, yeah. He was a... Uh, was he a Confederate? <laughs> no, he was not. He was in the Union. Now, this is a very young John Travolta. A very young John Travolta. Again, what a method actor. The ability to look like he's a... And you know it's John Travolta. Look at his eyes. Look at those eyes. That's John Travolta. <laughs> so he was 76. He was already a TV star. Yeah, he was, but that's all he was. He was Barbarino in uh, Welcome Back, Carter. But, I mean, he was about to really pop. I mean, this is one year before he had Saturday Night Fever. Okay, so it's Welcome Back, Cotter was 75 through 79, but Carrie is 76, Saturday Night Fever, 77, right. Grease in 78. He's about to pop. Did he have a big role in Carrie? I forget. Like, it was in Cadu was kind of the, uh, the dick to... Uh, yeah, he, he was one that? of the, like, thug uh, high school friends and... He was the one who actually killed the pig to get all the blood. He rigged oh, wow. the um, he rigged the bucket. You could hear him like under his breath goes, "Take that, sweat hog!" When he killed the pig, it was really creepy. Yeah. Here, and this one right. Epstein, and this one Horshack. <laughs> all right, guys. Easy, easy. That's my kid in there. So since this is TV, it's like, I want the kid home. And then it goes, okay, kid's coming home. Yay. Yay, he's thrilled. Home. Okay, now we meet love interest. Oh, really? In this movie? Oh, right. Oh, for the boy. Yeah. I thought the parents were going to divorce and meet new people. That would be so much better, but it's not a soap opera, unfortunately. That would be so much better. 
if the boy of the plastic bubbles uh, parents had a divorce halfway through this TV movie. <laughs> Look, we like oh, each other. This is foreshadowing for our future. Yay. You're the only person I know. <laughs> that is an unfortunate thing about his life. He's like, my kid's not a freak. And I'm like, oh, I beg to disagree, Mr. Brady. By the way, his name is Lubitsch, Mr. Lubitsch in this film, Johnny Lubitsch. Okay, so now they're, uh, you know, they check the generator, how's the air pulse machine? Did you reconfibulate the flabulator? This is their house? It looks like an office building to begin with. Oh, no, I guess not. Maybe it's just a human dribble cage they made off. <laughs> hey. Now, look, his, his hand is on her butt. Do you see that? Yeah, but he's a method. Well, you know, he's such a great actor, rubber, rubber reader. It looks like he really knows how to. Well, right now, we just had uh, the lightest 1970s this. hint at a sexual encounter. Uh, she's He's like, I'll right. get the champagne. And she goes, I'll be right in in a minute. So they're going to do it. That's perfect. Yeah. Nothing can go wrong. Well, no, they double checked Three. and triple checked oh. everything. Look. Whoa. This reminds me of All what's going to happen. <laughs> you're going to jizz on the floor? You, uh, you're going to pop my cork. Very sexually, like, what's going on? I just can't stop thinking about the rug. It's soaking wet with champagne when I <laughs> Yeah, that's right. I can't even I'm, <laughs> yeah, it's sneak up the rug. The That's the reality of a real life. Yeah. <laughs> Listen, I'm, you should go get that clean. Hey, something's wrong. The baby monitor. Baby says he can't watch us. It's making choking uh, sounds. That's the script. So they're like, check the machines. It's all okay. Uh oh, it's the it's the call coming from inside the box. So then they realize the baby is choking on one of the teddy bear's eyes. Oh no, they gotta get the Heimlich. Bad, bad boy, bad, bad son <laughs> for swallowing Don't that. Don't remember this. Don't remember this for the rest of your life. Do me a favor. Come on, spit out that eye. There it is. And it has no hey, saliva. No phlegm or blood or gross. Yeah. Right, I hope you learned your here. lesson, young man. You are not to eat buttons. That wasn't the kid's fault. The button fell into the mouth. I, that, I'm with you. I'm with you. But Brady sees it a different way. So the Brady Bunch, he hated that. That was a famous saying that Robert Reed just didn't like that. It was it, what he wanted to do. But you see him act in this. He well, hated, I mean, by the way, you know that they're dogs. The Brady Bunch dog, Tiger? Oh, yeah, I read about okay. that. He was fetching out. Well, Tiger, yeah, uh, from Hollywood Dog to Drink, the book. He was such was an seen, alcoholic. Uh, Tiger from the Brady Bunch was, was a drunk. Oh, my God, he drank on set. And on set, in the bowl. Not do the kids. The bowl was violent. He would say, this, 
Vodka and I were classically trained actor. My name is Robert Reese. Not work dog. Do you remember the um the the last season? Do you remember one of the last seasons that little boy showed up with the round glasses? Sure, cousin Oliver. Yeah, Tiger did not like him. Did not like him. He would go near his bowl and and it's true, he would step out of the bowl. Wow, poor cousin Oliver. Even the dog hated him. So now we're having more like, you know, come over to visit and, uh, right. you know, they like each other and. Heart touch, heartwarming. John Travolta is so good. Look at him. He's been a He's doing such a great job. I don't know. It's, there's a funny feeling I'm getting in my heart while watching this scene. I can't explain. It's just uh, so heartwarming. Oh, that's right. And I smell burnt toast. And like, <laughs> I just don't. I Look at his great smile. Oh, Travolta's finest. Yep. If this was Look Who's Talking with John Travolta, the kid would be like, hey, buddy, you want to come <laughs> over to my place? <laughs> but da 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 da. The boys are back. Ba -ba -da -da -da. They're back to the bone. Okay, so it's 12 years later, and little girl is now, like, teenage girl in high school. Right. And those two are, like, boyfriend threats. They, like... Uh, Can I figure out the... The movie started in 1959. Then it said it was four years later, so that must be 1963. And now it's 12 years later, so it's 1975. I'll wait. In the beginning, it was what, 56? 59. 59. Okay, the baby came right away. That's 60. So it was four years later, so that was 63. What is four years later? Right now, now it's, it's 12 years later. So it's 75. So it's 72. <laughs> wait, what? Really? Well, he got... He got born in 59 or 60, and then 12 years later, it's 72. You're, like, taking the... No, no. No, but there was a scene that said four years later, and then it, then it said yeah. 12 years later. It was saying 12 so you years later. You want to add the four, four to the later. 12. Four. That's what the TV just said. It said four <laughs> years later, and then it said 12 years later. So that's 16 years total. Oh, it's not 12 years from his birth? No, it's... 12 years since the scene for four years since his birth. So I'm laughing because you're dumb and I'm the dumb one? You well, like his hat? Don't you know how his placards work? Four <laughs> years later. Hey, it's Travolta. I don't got an inner baby voice no more. Look who's not talking. You know, just to punish myself, I'm not going to edit out my stupidness because I deserve it. That's what I thought. No, it's but it's not too clear. It's they should at least have the year. Oh, you're being like, If you start off the movie, if you no, if you start off a movie say 1949, 1959, and then four years later, why don't you have that scene say 1953? Bingo. Set, set course. That's perfect. And then you see 1975 like or present day, and since this takes place in 75, people will guess. Well, that must be 12 years later. Yeah. In the present. That's Skylab, which was 76, right? For 75? I don't know. I, I wasn't invited. 
Right. I, I appreciate that. I was 10 years old. Okay, so Randolph Duke is coming to say there's some good news. Some doctor in Tokyo is talking a bunch of bullshit. And then John Travolta is going to be like, that's a bunch of bullshit. Who is Randolph Duke in this movie? Is it their grandfather? Is it a No, he's right. He's like head doctor and, you know, surrogate granddad. But he's always like, hope, my boy, hope. And John Travolta is always like, that's what you always say. I'm never getting out of here. You see, he's talking into an intercom. Uh Uh-huh. Or rather, it's a loud, loud speaker. The point of that is when someone's not in the room, he can go, mom, right? So when he wants to be a jerk, he uses that because it's super loud in the room. Oh, it's emphasis. It's like the comic who yells the last jerk line of his punchline. Yeah, that's right. I didn't see that coming. <laughs> <laughs> right, did you laugh at it? <laughs> I think what I'm going to say, I'm a little insecure about it, but I'll yell out the punchline and laugh before anyone has a chance to think about it. (laughs) Set up, set up, set up, and then the joke inflection, punchline! (laughs) Off-handed random tag. Right. Oh, man. Oh, yeah, so see, yeah, he's kidding there. Now, Mortimer had a... I don't believe you. Yeah. uh, This Mortimer had a great career, 62 years. He started in, like, the 30s. But his big thing was the Winds of War in 83. Remember that? Well, wasn't he, like, a... He was on TCM a lot. Like, a, a lot of his old movies always pop up. Right. And he... uh, Two times he played... FDR, and that was a big deal. Okay, so the of course our age we know him for um, uh, trading places trading in eighty three, but then in eighty eight right. he was into coming to America like in a cameo. Well, he was uh he, he was homeless with his brother, and then yeah. the, the prince threw his money their way. We're back. Hey, see this, see more. We're back. Well, I mean, this guy the was a big deal. He was in today. um. Rosemary's Baby. He was in Oh God. He was in Pretty Woman. Huh. You think he slept with Julia Roberts? I mean, um, character. Everybody slept her with character. Julia. You mean like a relationship or her just character. slept with her? Oh, her character? Like no, I don't think Yeah. No. Oh, all right. Oh, like, I thought you meant in real life. Yeah, they were uh, they were an item. They were a no, March, no. late February, December. <laughs> no, no, that is not true. It w- it wasn't a May December relationship. It was more like a May next May relationship. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so now they're like, Todd, we got good news. You can go to school by Zoom. And he's like, What? Get the fuck out. So it's like you know seventy six. So it's a closed circuit TV kind of thing. And he's right. like, I gotta Proto think Zoom. about it. Yeah. Today's yeah, Proto it Zoom. Was Skype. <laughs> it was Skype. 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 Well, back then they had like I guess Vegas shows and boxing matches on closed circuit television, so it'd be like, coming up next, a geometry class for the boy in the plastic <laughs> bubble, followed by Fraser <laughs> Ali. <laughs> 
Brat Class of the Point, the Plastic Bubble, followed by the Brat Pack, live in Vegas, hosted by Johnny Carson. <laughs> the Friars Club Roast, followed by Chemistry. <laughs> Boy in the Bubble Chemistry, coming up at 6. 6 o'clock, voucher time. <laughs> then at 8, Steve Martin Roast. George Gentle. Okay, so it's coming to fruition, and he is going to virtual, virtually go to school. Um, so this is where he's literally in a plastic bubble. No, this is where he'll be on television. He's in a... Does he wear a spacesuit and walk? walk yeah, mm-hmm, that'll come. This is metaphorical, you know. I mean, he's not in a bubble. It's not, a, you know, he's in a sterile environment. It's an apartment uh, that only, you know, keeps the germs out. 